The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. How is a private eye like the dry cleaners? They both do other people's dirty work. I was going to tell you a dirty joke but I don't want you to soil yourself. If you just read the bio for Dr. Steve, host of Weird Medicine on Sirius XM 103 and made popular by two really comedy shows, Opie and Anthony and Ron and Fez, you would have thought that this guy was was a bit of, uh, you know, a, a clown. Why can't you give me the respect that I'm entitled to? I've got diphtheria crushing my esophagus. I've got Ebola virus dripping from my nose. I've got the leprosy of the heart valve exacerbating my incredible woes. I want to take my brain out and blast it with the wave, an ultrasonic echographic and a pulsating shave. I want a magic pill for all my ailments, the health equivalent of Citizen Kane. And if I don't get it now in the tablet, I think I'm doomed and I'll have to go insane. I want a requiem for my disease, so I'm paging the 
From the world-famous Cardiff Electric Network Studios, it's Weird Medicine, the first and still only uncensored medical show in the history of broadcast radio, now a podcast. I'm Dr. Steve with my little pal, Dr. Scott, the traditional Chinese medical practitioner who gives me street cred, the whack alternative medicine assholes. Hello, Dr. Scott. Hey, Dr. Steve. This is a show for people who never listen to a medical show on the radio or the internet. If you've got a question, you're embarrassed to take to your regular medical provider. If you can't find an answer anywhere else, give us a call at 347-766-4323. That's 347. Follow us on Twitter at Weird Medicine or at DRScottWM. Visit our website at drsteve.com for podcasts, medical news, and stuff you can buy. Most importantly, we are not your medical providers. Take everything you hear with a grain of salt. Don't act on anything you hear on this show without talking it over with your doctor, nurse practitioner, practical nurse, physician assistant, pharmacist, respiratory therapist, chiropractor, acupuncturist, yoga master, physical therapist, clinical laboratory scientist, registered dietitian, massage therapist or whatever. Don't forget to check out Dr. Scott's website at simplyherbals.net simplyherbals.net and we'll talk about it in just a second. Uh, check out stuff.drsteve.com stuff, S-T-U-F-F .drsteve.com for all of your Amazon needs. Uh, you just click right through to go to Amazon or you can scroll down see all the stuff we talk about on this show, including the Navage, and it's that time of year. Oh, yeah. I've had a bunch of people who have tried it, that have emailed me saying this is the greatest thing I've ever bought. So I'm just, you know, we have no financial relationship with them whatsoever. It's just cool as hell. But if you scroll down and go to stuff.drsteve.com, buy it from there, man, it helps us out a little bit. And uh, check out Dr. Scott's website at simplyherbals.net. That's simplyherbals.net. And uh, I said that already. And then uh, patreon.com slash weirdmedicine. Uh, Tacey and I are doing a thing now called the exam room where we have celebrities in and they ask us questions and it's sort of an inverse interview and we get some stuff out of them too and uh, it's loads of fun it's inexpensive and uh, there's a bunch of different tiers including a $20 tier which I'm listen I'm not pushing it but if you're really a weirdo you can um well, I shouldn't call you that, but you can, you know, pledge $20. You get full access to our Dropbox that has every show that's ever been aired on it and some special material in there. You can just download all that crap and then just downgrade or just cancel altogether. It's whatever you want to do. So uh, check out Dr. Scott's website at simplyherbals.net. That's simplyherbals.net. And uh, you were having some technical difficulties, but now it's working at least with one person. We think so. We think so. Yeah. I think it was just one person. I, I doubt it. I don't. I don't oh. Yeah, well, I mean, you, you know as well. And you know what people <laughs> do think, is if they yeah. go to order something, they say, "I'll throw Doctor Scott a couple of bucks." Yeah. And then they go in there and they can't put anything in their shopping cart and they can't check out. They just go off. Oh, yeah, it makes <laughs> me look like it. a big doofus. Well, they just yeah. say forget it and they yeah. just move on to something else. I know I've yeah. done that a million times. Yeah, and I don't blame it. I apologize. We try to stay on top of it. And, and and to be honest with you, I doubt if it's just the one person because he's a he's an IT guy. Yeah, he's a very yeah, yeah. smart guy. You could tell he's a yeah. super guy. It could be browser dependent it, or something. So it could be. Listen, how smart yeah. I sound. It could, be, like, it could be your browser alarm. It could be my doofus website too. So, but could, we think we think it's working now. So all right. Okay. Keep, good. keep your fingers crossed. Could be that RSS feed there, Doctor Scott. You never <laughs> do know. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, you're. Uh, by the way, I do want to say this, and this is not a commercial. For Dr. Scott, because we're not really allowed to do do those kinds of things on here. But <clears throat> let me tell you something. That damn peppermint 
nasal spray with the CBD in it, that stuff's the bomb. It's good stuff, isn't it? Yeah. It is good. Now, if I had any complaint about it whatsoever, and yeah. this is extremely minor, yeah. on your next iteration, next iteration, sure. um, if they could get the spray bottle so that you get a little bit more f- nose feel when you do it. I don't know how to explain mm. it. There are certain nasal sprays you spray up there, and it feels... Like your the mist is you know penetrating your brain almost. Hmm, okay. And I'd, I'm not getting as much, particularly given that you've got peppermint oil in there. I don't yeah. get as much of that. Although, it's extremely effective. I like it yeah. a lot. If that's it, it would be absolutely the greatest thing in the world if they just handled maybe just a little more volume. Maybe. And the thing is, people would use it up quicker, and you'd be selling more. <laughs> so that's a, yeah. a win-win for everybody. Yeah, I will tell you this: it, that that peppermint oil, it, it, a little too much can can be yeah. really yeah. yeah. Yeah, so but, you run down yeah. the you we'll know, look at go we'll, down we'll, a couple percent on the dilution, maybe. We but, could, yeah, yeah, we sure could. But uh, oh yeah, no, I'm, uh, any 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 criticism? Not, it's not a criticism. No, no, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. No, I'm, I apologize. No, any any kind of constructive advice? I'm it's not a constructive yeah. advice. It's not even. It's not <laughs> nothing. It's just it's not one more. I'm just filling time on a radio <laughs> show. But thank you. I, we're very proud of you, and I've had wonderful, wonderful yeah, good. feedback. Anyway, you, okay, so. we got to be careful. Anyway, so. yeah, we're not, not talking about Check out Dr. Yet. Scott's website, simplyherbals.net, and check us out at uh, drsteve.com, the eponymously named uh, website. All right, I have a news story that was sent to us from Mike from New York, and it's like, Dr. Scott, what the F is wrong with you that you didn't find this? Uh-oh. But it's called, this is from that that prestigious medical journal, the New York Post. And it's, uh, <laughs> the headline is, I, and they never have clickbait uh, titles, uh, you know, headlines. I suffered a scary sexually transmitted allergic reaction to nuts. Hmm. Okay, so there okay. you go. All right. Uh, oh, and then, okay, here's how it starts. Um Aw, nuts. <laughs> Come on. If you're going to... It's not journalism. Pharmacy <laughs> staff couldn't keep it together after an OnlyFans star needed... Tre- they couldn't just say a woman. It's got OnlyFans star needed treatment for an extreme allergic reaction to peanuts that was induced by her partner's ejaculation... The Daily, the Daily Mail reported. Okay, so they're reporting from something that somebody else reported on. Also, really, you know, it's excellent. Uh, the adult video heartthrob, known as Australia's sultry dressing and peanut allergic Lucy Banks, Ooh. spoke out on the rare phenomena that caused her intimacy to become ire and left her desperately waddling to the drugstore for help. And the waddling was in quotes. I never heard of food allergens transmitting and negatively affecting partners through ejaculation before, Banks told the male, probably in her extensive, you know, Rhodes Scholarship uh, research. But I'm just being an asshole. I never, most of us hadn't heard of this either. So Mm -hmm. to be fair to her, I'm being an asshole. Mentioning her stud of the hour had eaten peanuts earlier in the day. Now, oh. If you've eaten peanuts and then you make out with somebody, you nasty because you know, peanut breath's the grossest thing. I'd rather uh, French kiss somebody that's just eaten a, a you know a cigarette, a half they they smoke half of it <laughs> and then eat it, than kiss somebody that's just eaten peanuts. It's, there's something disgusting about it. 
to me. Yeah. Anyway, um, he had eaten peanuts earlier in the day and inadvertently transferred them to her during sexy time. Despite the severity of Banks' phallic-caused anaphylaxis, the pharmaceutical staff was in hysterics upon the improbable diagnosis of her anguish. Okay, that's first rule is you don't make somebody sorry for coming to see you if you're a medical person. No, no, or make And we've tried to do that on this show, too, although we haven't exactly succeeded. But we try not to make anybody sorry that they called us, you know. And when someone comes in, if they have a, you know, a... They've carved a uh, squash, a zucchini into a phallus and got it stuck up their ass. Mm-hmm. You don't laugh about no. it. You might laugh about it later. later. Yeah. There was that video of those people removing something from somebody's something. Do you remember that? There was something that was caught in Could the. You be someone's a little more I know. <laughs> I just remember there were a bunch of people in the operating room and they were pulling something out of this person's vagina, I think, mm. and they had to do it under anesthesia. Oh, no. And they were all just laughing and whooping it up, and it's like that's not cool. That's not cool. There's nothing cool about that. No. You know, I was thinking about I was thinking about the stories that we read. It's been a couple of years, but the guys trying to measure the length of their penises by shoving those damn electric cords up their urethra. Oh, they were uterine sounding. Yeah, I mean u- a urethral sounding. Is that what it was? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was measuring something. Well, that is. That's what it's called. Oh, is it was called? So okay, sounding, yeah. like if you're sounding in the ocean, uh, okay. you know. Gotcha. So sounding is when you stick something in your urethra. Gotcha. And you, most of the time we will do that to measure the depth. Uh, you know, we really wouldn't ever do that. But yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to think, why would we do that? Yeah. We actually wouldn't do that. No. Maybe urologists do it. Yeah. Um, but, to torture people. <laughs> but you can take a, you know, a little metal thing and you can do some urethral sounding Ooh, just to see no. how deep it is, I no. guess. But <laughs> we need to find out why do urologists do that? We need a urologist just, that we can call. Oh, we, we, I've got one. We, you and I both have one on speed dial. Oh, yeah, we do. You yeah, want to call him? You know, he's probably taking a nap. He is retired. Okay. <laughs> okay, urethral sounding is the insertion of an object or liquid into the urethra. Sounding may be used in urologic surgery for dilation of strictures, strictures or for obtaining access to the bladder. Urethral sounding is also performed outside the scope of medical practice by individuals for a variety of reasons. Mostly just goofing around is what it is. And some people will derive sexual pleasure from that. But uh, my understanding is that sounding, the d- definition of the word sounding was to, m- to measure. Let me see. Definition okay. of sounding. I thought that you were, uh, you know, drop using an instrument to drop it into something else to measure it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. The action or process of measuring the depth of the sea or other body of water. Hmm. Okay. So... Um, normally, so what they're talking about is just urethral dilation. That's not really sounding. But anyway, hmm. uh, I'm being overly technical yes. about sticking something in your cock hole. Yes, because that really hurts. And so, yeah, so what were you talking about? So I, I interrupted you. They were taking some wires and sticking it in their cock hole for what purpose? Oh, I don't know. Remember, we had to, we, that was one of our stories a couple of years ago, but they were, the guys and they were let trying go to measure. Them. Yeah, they're trying to measure the length of a penis by using like the uh, the the uh, phone chargers okay. remember the guy had the, that apple oh. thing it was like the whole <laughs> yes, thing was yes, stuffed yes. in his bladder yes 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 oh, he let go God. of it yeah it was curled up in his bladder uh, if you're uh, i i can't 
recommend that anything be stuck in the urethra. Really, nothing no. is designed to be stuck into that. That's why if you ever had an STD test, they stick that swab up there, and it has to stay there for 10 seconds, and it's the longest 10 seconds of your life. Oh, my God. And then if they twirl it, it hurts oh. so bad. And then Dr. Scott and I both had uh, fiber, uh, fiber, fiber, fiber optic, optic yeah. Fiber optics scope of our urethra and bladder, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, that sucked. Mm-hmm. Even though they lubed it up and put quote unquote numbing gel and on spoke, it, and spoke sweet to us. And, yeah, you know the music was nice. Did I ever t- <laughs> speaking of, did I ever tell you oh about God, the time that I had a uh, Shalazion, which is a basically a cyst? Caused by a sty, but the inflammatory cyst in my eyelid, and I was going to have it removed. Okay. And the guy that did it is re- retired, and I'm not going to say his name. Okay. But I had rotated with him, so he knew me. And I'd been in that practice a thousand times, you know, when I did yep. my ophthalmology rotation, all this stuff, and I knew all of them. <clears throat> well, look at the draw. Pulled him, and he just liked doing cataracts and stuff. That's all he liked to do. But uh, so he agreed to do this, um, take the cyst out. So to do it, they have to flip your eye upside down. If you go to our YouTube channel mm-hmm. right now, it's on there. Okay. You know, the different guy. Okay. The guy that's doing it here is not this guy. And uh, but they flip your, they invert your eyelid, and then numb it with a needle, Ooh. and then slit it, Ooh. and then dig the the uh, inflammatory cyst out, right? Uh-huh. And then they unflip it again, and then it heals up on its own. You're bleeding under your eyeball and all this. Is stuff. it like a granulated cyst? Yes, like, okay. yeah, it's, okay. but it's, it's defined. It's right. well-defined, right and you can just scoop it out okay, good, good. with a curette. So anyway, uh, this guy... And I don't know what the hell bug got up his ass, but I had my archery book that I had just uh, co-written with this guy while I ghost wrote it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had, you know, the uh, galleys in my lap, right? Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there reading while I was waiting for him to come in. And uh, so he kind of lays me back. And when someone inverts your eyelid and sticks a fucking needle in it, you're going to grip yes something you're gonna yeah you're gonna grip the sides of the chair right that's it that's all i did i just gripped the side of the chair because it's a reflex and he starts talking to me like i am literally like three years old he started going are you the archer are you the big archer yes yes you're the big archer i'm like oh no Dude, I'm 40 years old. Oh, no. Why are you talking to me like this? I never went back. It skeeved me out so bad. Oh, my. <laughs> so, anyway. All right. What, where were we? That is, who knows, but that was a good story. Urethral sound. But, uh, yeah, it, yes, urethral sound. Yes, Sean was saying that um, that he's had a couple of those procedures, and he said, he goes, the, the, that numbing gel does nothing. No, it <laughs> no. makes them feel better. It does, yep. It literally just makes them feel better. <laughs> oh, I'm doing something to, you know, anyway, no. it doesn't make us no. feel any better. No. By the way, urologists listening to this, and I know there are a couple, do something different. Now, this is what I would do. If I were practicing urology, and I don't even know if this would work, but I would fill up a syringe, like a 10cc syringe, mm-hmm. 
and not put a needle on the end of it, just, you know, with a tapered, like our lure lock or something, sure, sure. and just jam that onto the, into the urethral meatus mm-hmm. and fill it, you know, well, obviously, fill it up with lidocaine gel first, mm-hmm. numbing gel, and squirt it into the urethra and let it fill up the urethra and then let it sit for a couple of minutes and then do the fiber optic. Just putting the stuff on the end. Does nothing of the scope and then jamming it in there does absolutely nothing. I know we've talked about this before. Dr. Scott and I were very traumatized we're still, by we're this. Still traumatized. We're still traumatized by it. Good Lord. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's not to say if you need it, don't do it. Yeah. Just do it. It is. Just, but it's worth it, but God, it's horrible. Yeah. It, it, the, way, the way it was done to us kind of was yeah. sucky. Yeah. I would even, I would even say you, you know, we need is a big old glass full of lidocaine to just hang your junk into for a little bit just to kind of numb yeah numb the whole thing. yeah just numb everything <laughs> maybe ice bath of lidocaine <laughs> <laughs> now here we go the pharmacy worker we're back on this uh, lucy banks again who is extremely attractive by the way hmm. um called over a few colleagues and tried to ask their opinions and help but she couldn't stop laughing this is I'm not, when I say it's bullshit, I'm not saying she's lying. I'm saying that sucks. That, it's just not okay. Mm -hmm. I know it's ridiculous. But she's having an allergic reaction to peanuts that could be life-threatening, and they're just, ooh, ooh, ah, Mm -hmm. you know, oh, he ate peanuts, and then he ejaculated into her, and now she's, you know, ha, 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 ha. Not too, not so funny. That's, no. Not funny at all. She is very attractive. I would never laugh at her. What's her name? Uh, Lucy Banks. Hmm. Check her out. Yeah. She makes 60000 a month, according to the mail, is now preaching a PSA to warn others about the de- dangers of sexually transmitted food allergies, especially from a peanut-loaded penis. Now, I like that. That's a <laughs> alliterative. If you have severe anaphylactic reactions to certain foods, I would take special precautions with your partner. Make sure they haven't eaten anything. This is actually true. Mm-hmm. That could trigger a negative and possibly serious response if they've got it on their mouth. Some of these peanut allergies are so sensitive that if you ate something with peanuts and then kissed somebody, they could have an allergic reaction. Yeah. Any, so she's right about that. Yeah, she is, yep. She. She's right about a lot of things, in my opinion. (laughs) Uh, She also posted her warning to TikTok, of course, which was taken down by the platform after getting more than 4 million views. How are you supposed to monetize anything on TikTok except getting millions of views? Exactly. Good God. Oh, and then listen to this this journalism. Similar to Banks's big bust, the Department of Immunology at St. Heller had studied the effects of allergies caused by sex. And about, it doesn't even make sense. Mm. They just want to throw in that she's well endowed mm-hmm. in the breasticle department. Yeah. Uh, they profiled a woman who came to an intense allergic reaction from a handful of Brazil nuts mm. that were eaten by her partner before the two got busy. Ugh. Okay. And uh, just go watch the Louis C.K. episode about Brazil nuts. That's all I'm saying. All right. Very good. So there you go. So uh, we may save a life with this. Yep. When I first started reading it, I was kind of, you know, tittering as well. But this is actually a real thing. And yep. it actually can be have serious consequences for some people. Uh, the whole peanut allergy thing, there's some people who are like, it's bullshit. It's for the people who have it. Oh, it's Lord. not bullshit. No, God, no. Uh, one of my best friend's kid 
had multiple food allergies, and they would routinely come home when he was little and find him on the floor uh, blue gasping for air, and they'd have to give him epinephrine and stuff because he had, you know, rubbed against a place where some peas had been spilled and they weren't cleaned up all the way. I mean, it was crazy. That's that's a real deal. So, all right. Mm. Okay. What do you got? Well, that's, you know, the funny thing is I just found this on, on, um, on the news before I came in here. It was talking about how STDs are um, on the rise again. Excellent. Again, because people are having intercourse yeah, again. The, the key, well, they're hooking up. Yeah, some people. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some people, not me, of course. <laughs> and, you know, the COVID was a big driver. So, yeah. so of course, it went up during COVID because everybody was 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 stuck um in in um wait STDs went up during covid yeah yeah and they continue to point they're continuing to rise yeah they said there's two and a half million cases right now of chlamydia gonorrhea syphilis um and that uh, make you a bad person though. no no but <laughs> hey but the problem is you're going to probably have to get that damn um cotton swab stuck in your oh yeah <laughs> Urethromiatus, and that's not going to feel so good. Not feels good. So cover it up. Cover so it up. wait a minute now. Why did it go up during COVID? I would have thought it would go down during COVID because everybody told me that they weren't hooking up randomly anymore because of COVID. They were mm-hmm. afraid of catching something. I think I think that was in certain certain age groups. Now I'll do I'll do some more digging. But God damn it, Dr. no, no, I'm telling you, it's, it's <laughs> what I re- I'm not telling you. It's the tr- God's honest truth. What I'm telling you, it's, I read that. Um, but here's the thing: the the um, okay, a spike um, in in a SCDs. Yeah, I'm looking at the CDC. Go ahead. Yeah, it just it just talks about how that the 16 okay. to 24 year olds. New CDC data. This is in. Uh, okay, showed during March to April of 2020. That was when the lockdowns happened. Yeah. STD cases dramatically decreased compared oh. to the same time in 2019. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh, wait. Now, you may have an out here because you could say, ooh, this is what I really meant. However, a resurgence in gonorrhea and syphilis cases later in the year suggests overall STDs may have increased during 2020. Ooh. All right, so I'll give you that. <laughs> As of December 12th, this was in 20, this is July 16, 2021, when this chlamydia 14% lower, gonorrhea 7% higher. That's weird. Primary and secondary syphilis 1% lower. Hmm. Isn't that wild? Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Okay, so, so, but now they're continuing to rise because people are using Tinder and stuff again. Yep. Is that what you're saying? Yep. Okay. Yeah, and it's driving the, tw- the 16 to 24 year olds primarily. Really? Yeah. So you're saying sex is bad. Sex is bad. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you got anything else? Oh, this guy attacked. Wait, so, no, attacked is a strong word. Uh, it's uh, Mark. I'll just say his name is Mark. It says, please read this clinical guide to testosterone replacement therapy. Your knowledge of TRT is inaccurate and outdated. So what he sent me was a link to this place. I don't want to say the name of it, but it was some place that, you know, sells um, male health, sort of. If I, ah, It's hard to explain. But uh, listen, there's a lot of views on this. I go by the uh, clinical guidelines that are set up by our governing bodies, and those are based on evidence 
and best evidence. Now, um, could I be behind on my HCG? Because I kind of poo-pooed HCG a little bit. And this place really pushes the HCG. So let me just um, read to you from uh, an article, Human Chorionic Gonadotropin, that's HCG, monotherapy for the treatment of hypogonadal symptoms in men with total testosterone greater than 300 nanograms per deciliter. So that's interesting. So these are um, uh, people who are having symptoms, but their doctors go, oh, you're normal. So these are the low normal people. Mm -hmm. And they're saying... Uh, deficiency recommends that 300 nanogram per deciliter be used as a threshold for prescribing testosterone. We've talked about why that's a fallacy. If you have low normal testosterone but you're symptomatic, your doctor needs to treat you, whether it's Clomid, mm -hmm. which, and he says, oh, I'm way behind. You don't understand Clomid. Dude, um, we're, we were pushing Clomid when nobody yep. was using Clomid. Yep. yep. And I still, most of my colleagues don't know anything about clomiphene citrate. Right. And basically what that is, is without going into the mechanism, it helps the, the, the lazy testicle produce its own testosterone. So you don't get shrinkage of the testicle and you don't lose fertility. You remain unlike, fertile. Right. <laughs> unlike when you uh, uh, take testosterone therapy. So I don't know where I'm behind in all of this, but anyway... It says it's not uncommon for men to present with signs and symptoms of testosterone deficiency despite having testosterone levels greater than 300. Okay, fair enough. We've talked about that really since day one of this show. Mm -hmm. There exists scant literature regarding the use of HCG for the treatment of hypogonadism, you know, in men not interested in fertility. So that's... That's why there are some studies. And because there are some studies, there are places that will open up and say, well, we're, you know, this is, we do cutting edge yeah. and we're going to give everybody HCG or certain people HCG. And uh, I've talked to urologists about this and I think our knowledge is reasonably up to date. I mean, listen, don't um, come to me for for treatment of this you know this is a, just a goofy radio show about medicine and weird dicks and nuts and stuff like that right so um but as far as i know with regard to clomiphene we are ahead of the curve and when it comes to testosterone replacement therapy we're actually ahead of the curve as well compared to a lot of primary care docs that go well if it says normal next to the number we're not going to treat it and that's bullshit that's bullshit and I've had people email me, and I send them an article to take to their doctor that says treating symptomatic people, people that have classic symptoms of hypogonadism, right. fatigue, erectile dysfunction, loss of libido, physical weakness, but they have low normal testosterone that they improve if you treat them. Yep. And that a, tri a six-month trial of treatment is worth doing in those Absolutely. people. Absolutely, yep. So, I'm, you know, dude, I'm, I, I mean, I appreciate it. Yep. And I appreciate the business. Um, the uh, Your understanding of HCG and Clomid use is outdated. I don't, dude, I don't think so. I'm I don't think so, pretty right. up to date no. on the literature. Now, it, could I have missed something? Sure. Absolutely. And I like to be demonstrated to ha have incomplete knowledge. Mm hmm I'm, you know, I'm me not too. Like me that. too. No, I know you are. Yeah, uh, I like that because yep. if that's true, then that means I learned something. So I like learning your... something. So if you've got literature from you know peer-reviewed 
literature, not something from some commercial website. Because, right. dude, anybody can write anything they want. Sure. We have clinics in this town that still advertise HCG for weight loss. Yep. And study after study after study shows that it's not the HCG that causes people to lose weight. It's the 600-calorie diet, starvation diet that they mm. put people on uh, along with it. Yep. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. So, and there have been multiple studies looking at doing the diet alone or doing the diet with HCG. There's no difference. So, but they sell it. Oh, hell And they can legally do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? (laughs) They'll sell it to somebody to buy it. Yeah. I mean, and it's legal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, this place is legal to do what they're doing as long as they, if they're going to prescribe a scheduled drug, which testosterone is, Mm -hmm. that they follow the rules of their state for prescribing scheduled drugs, and then they're fine. But, uh, yeah, bro, I don't know what you're talking about. I really don't. So feel free to educate me um, on uh, uh, on this stuff. If you found something interesting, I'm always happy to look at yep. it. But anyway. Agreed. All right. No, you're outdated. No, I'm just kidding. Mark, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm, it's a radio show. I'm just dicking around. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. 
fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I cannot find my YouTube. Are we still okay on there? Yeah, yeah, you were on. Okay, you were rolling. Right, yeah, we got right. some. We got a good crew today. Okay, buddy. you got any questions from in there? Um, well, let me. We had one earlier. They're actually they're all talking. I see. About uh, Cardiff Electric stuff. is. Uh, he's he is the owner of the network that we're on the Cardiff Electric podcast. No, nah, I have not seen a question. No, I just know yeah, that he's okay. there. Yeah, he we actually there. have a question from him. Today. Oh, cool. Well, let's do. Let's 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 do it. Um, no, I mean I have one a, a voicemail from him. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right. Do you want me to do it or are do you it. doing something? No, do it. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Let's see here. I'm going back in time. Okay. Hello, Dr. Steve. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I have a medical oh. question for you. Okay. So earlier today, I was practicing my machete work <laughs> and I accidentally struck myself in the upper thigh. It is bleeding rather profusely. I was just wondering what you think I should do. <laughs> I will hang up and listen for your answer. Mm-hmm. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, sir. And thank you for uh, your service to our podcast uh, mm-hmm. community. Um, yeah, so he, uh, I think I'm... I think what he's doing is illustrating how ridiculous it is for people to call us with urgent yeah. needs. If you have an urgent need, don't call us. He may have left that voicemail two weeks ago. Uh-oh. He's probably in trouble. I'm waiting for Dr. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> we do our best to answer everything as quickly as we can. So go to the ER. Yeah, I am hoping that Mr. Cardiff will show up at the WATP live event. I don't mind plugging this for Carl at all because I'm going to be there. It's March 14th, 15th, and 16th. Go to WATPlive.com to get tickets. And if you come and say howdy-do, I'll buy you a beer if you're allowed to drink. And if not, hearty handshake. Yes. All right? And my T-shirt is going to make people shit their pants. I'm just telling you right now. I created it last night. They guaranteed that they'll be here in time. I made two mediums, two large, and one 2XL for Vinny Paulino. So there you go. All right. Okie doke. Let's see. Um, somebody asked, is it okay to eat gold? Gold is pretty um, non-reactive. Yeah. Uh, silver, no. Silver, particularly silver salts, are not okay to eat. Because you will get a thing. Do you know the name of it? Um, the Blue Man Disease. Yeah, it's gone. Right. I'm not going to give you a bell for that. 
It's Argeria. <laughs> oh, it's Argeria. No, you know, no, I'm sorry. I was thinking about speaking of gold. What is that drink? Goldschlager. Oh yeah, it has gold. It has yes, gold it does. In it. Is that really gold in there? I don't know, but it'll make you look that up. It'll make, does, you, it'll is that make you actually goofy. gold in there? Because gold's worth about three grand an ounce or some shit like that. I can't imagine they're actually Ooh. putting gold in there. But if it's not gold, what the hell is it? I don't know. I think we drank a little bit too much of it one night. Oh, no. Dude, then I didn't know you were like that. <laughs> it's only, only one time. Ugh. Well, that's because you're an idiot. <laughs> that is true. Well, seriously, I, I found a little airplane thing of Goldschlager in the... I'd never had it before. I said, well, I'll throw that in with some tonic. <laughs> oh, that's that a mistake. Was it taste like peppermint or something? Yeah. It's yeah. awful. It's terrible. It's, it's not terrible. good. In my opinion, I think we found it in Grandma's. You know, yeah, you know, it's a little cab that we know. just drank it because we're stupid. So, kids. what uh, does Goldschlager have? Actual gold in it, uh, gold leaf or very something? Very thin yet visible flakes of gold floating in it. The actual amount of gold has been measured to be approximately thirteen um, micrograms. Okay, yeah. So, so yeah, so an ounce is. Uh, let me see. An ounce, God, is 30. Let me, oh, I can't remember in, in weight, though. Um, one ounce of gold in uh, grams. Oh, here we go. Here we go. I've got okay. it. Okay. Oh, you got it? It's oh. 28 grams. So an ounce of gold is worth 2,068 right now. So how much, how, how, how many milligrams is it? Tw- uh, 23. This is fascinating. Yeah, no. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll do it later. Anyway. I'm already on the next subject. Maybe we'll do it on the podcast. Okadoke. Yeah, uh, yeah. so it would seem like Goldschlager would get more and more expensive. At some point, hoarding Goldschlager and, uh, and mining it for its gold would become profitable. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you're going you're gonna to drink a lot of yeah. it or pour it out. So if you uh, drink... Um, Silver salts, which some people do, you can develop argyria, and it's a rare skin condition that happens if silver builds up in your body over a long time. It turns your eyes, skin, internal organs, your nails, and your gums blue-gray. Go ahead and Google image that one. I'll tell you when you shouldn't Google image something. Um, Tonsillar myiasis being one of those do not. It's M-Y-I-S-I-S. Don't don't do it. (laughs) Do not Google image that. But Argeria, do that. And you'll be blown away by these people. And it's always in areas of your body exposed to sunlight. So it's actually just like film. Film has silver particles in it as well, silver salts. And when light hits it, you know, it it changes its conformation. And it reflects light differently. That's what makes a photograph. And uh, when you when basically the silver that's embedded in your skin is is basically being developed or exposed by the sun and it changes its conformation, it changes the color mm-hmm. of your skin. It's bizarre. It's permanent, by the yeah. way. It's permanent. Now let's see. Uh, eating gold. Um, I don't. I've not ever heard of any issues with eating gold. It's a noble metal. It doesn't react inside human bodies, so there's no gold, um, easily created gold salts, and therefore it's safe to eat. Okay. I don't. It's expensive. Yeah. It's don't, silly. Yeah. yeah. Don't do it. Don't eat gold, unless you're just you know. <laughs> but now they will take gold leaf and stuff and make. Um, 
uh, cupcakes and cakes and stuff where they'll put gold leaf on it. And those are that's totally think, fine to eat. You know, I think I saw that that show. Um, re, um, oh, um, no. the expense the expensivest expensivest. It's the uh, the, the expensivest. The, the, the rapper Two Chains. Okay. He, oh, okay. And he had like the world's like most expensive joints in there, road like with some gold leaf. <laughs> it was hilarious. Oh, that's cool. He's hilarious. actually smoking yeah, gold. He was, he was he's a gold trip. joints. He's a trip. <laughs> hey, so, so real quick, now somebody does have a good question. It's a, a starving dog listening to all the STD questions led me to a burning question. Uh-huh. <laughs> is, it, is it give yourself a bill or a bell? A bell. And, okay. Let's give yourself a bell. Here and, it is. Yep. Give yourself a bill. And DB, it D- sounds like bill. But DB it's says bell. it's an old op- it's of, Opie. That's the F. She's right. I, matter of fact, so I did it on the old Opster. I had him on the exam room uh, this weekend. It's on our Patreon, patreon.com slash weird medicine. And I had Opie on there. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't think he was expecting that. I did a couple other things to him, too. It was nice for once for me to be in control of the soundboard when he's on my show instead of the other way around. Mm-hmm. So... Um, yeah, I, I I needled the old Opa a couple of times, but we had a really cool conversation about some stuff too. Yeah. So check it out. Yeah, cool. Anyway, yeah, but it's give yourself a bell, and he used to say that, and I just grabbed it because it's so silly. Mm-hmm. And then I've done that on Anthony's show too. You know, Opie and Anthony are not exactly friends anymore. And mm-hmm. when I'm on uh, Anthony's show, if he says something right, give, give yourself him, a bell <laughs> just to give him give him the skeevies. Yeah, funny. <laughs> Beautiful. So there you go. Yeah. I, love, I love everybody. I'm friends with everybody. All right. Even this Mark guy with the testosterone thing. I'm friends yeah. with him too. Why? Well, yeah. All right. Okie doke. Uh, let's see here. Thank you, uh, Mr. Cardiff, for that question. To point out that this is not an emergency room. And check with your uh, emergency room if you have an emergency. Okay, here's a good weird message. Hey, Dr. Steve, it's Derek from Texas. Hey, I got Derek. a question for you. Why is it? Wait a minute. This isn't Derek from Texas that was on the Howard Stern show. He's no longer with us. But it's he's still a Derek from Texas, though. I guess there's more than one. Steve, it's Derek from Texas. Mm-hmm. I got a question for you. Yeah, man. Why is it when you fart, when you have those little silent, Parts, you know, or yeah, those like my brother. Ones, it stinks so bad. Yep. And then when you have those loud parts, you know, yeah, the big rip ones, they hardly have a smell. All right, thanks. So you can't listen, dude. You can't have everything. You're either gonna stink people out of the room, or you're gonna make them laugh with a with a huge just noise. But you can't have it both ways. Now, my brother's silent farts. Oh my God, silent it's the bedelli. stuff of nar- of nightmares. And you know, most people can't remember smells. I mean, if you try to remember a smell, you can't. Mm-hmm. I absolutely can recreate. I do not have uh, a fantasia or aphantasia of the smell. I wonder what that's called, can't remembering smells. Mm-hmm. Probably something along that line. Well, aphantasia is not being able to remember sights. You have no mind's eye. Uh, can't remember, sorry, Carl, smells. Uh, let me see. Well, okay, smell is the sense we're least able to describe. Okay. Um, but it's the one that's hardwired into the brain, though. It's mm-hmm. the first... Um, uh, you know, it, particularly in dogs, they have a really long ethmoid plate. That's where the the um, 
the uh, sensory nerves for smell are. We still don't really completely understand how smell and taste work. I've always assumed that our ancestors used it to suss out food, and I'm talking about you know dog type or ancestors or ferret type ancestors. Sure. But we, uh, you kept it uh, to uh, smell farts for one thing because they're hilarious, but uh, to determine if food is is rotten. Yeah, rancid, rotten. And when you lose your sense of smell, it sucks because you can't tell. And that's the first thing I thought of is I can't tell if this is rotten or not. And your taste goes pretty right. much oh, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yep. your taste and your smell work together yep. in that regard. So it's really hard if you lose one. Yeah, try tasting yeah. something if you hold your nose. You can get whether it's sweet or salty or sour, maybe. Mm-hmm. But that's about it. Yep. There's no resolution to it. All of that's done in these cells in this thing called the ethmoid plate. Well, anyway... Mm-hmm. Um, so my why was I talking about that just because my brother's farts just or oh my brother yes I can remember his farts you may not be able to remember any other smell mm-hmm. but that I remember mm-hmm. because it traumatized my youth that son of a bitch used to hold me down he's four, 12 years older than I am and he'd hold me down and just fart in my face and there's something is dead in his colon mm-hmm. it's always been that way his his flatus smells so bad and he has a good diet and stuff I mean he does probiotics and he eats a lot of green leafy vegetables and stuff but I don't know what's wrong with him but there's something wrong with him that is fun. and um, well, I can't believe my wife doesn't remember the first time she it's, met him I was him. surprised too because yeah. she yeah. But anyway. Anyway, yeah. So uh, so those are his silent farts. I've never heard my brother actually have an audible fart. I know that he has had them because he told me about a time once when we were in Canada. He was dating a local girl, and uh, the whole time through, the they were, went to a drive-in to see a movie, and the whole time he was holding in all this flatus and that he was just blowing out the bottom of the uh the John boat that he was driving because we had to take a a boat to get back to our house. There was no road. Wow. And it was just a little, you know, skiff with a five horsepower motor on it. And he said that the, the flatus that he was cutting, it resonated in the bottom of the boat because he's sitting on that, that seat that's in there. Oh my. And it was louder than the motor. So anyway, so I know he has had them, but I've never heard one anyway. Uh, here's the answer to the question. Hydrogen sulfide causes the smell. Methane causes the the sound. So you don't make that much hydrogen sulfide in your gut. You make a little bit, but it stinks to high heaven. But if most of the uh, giant farts that you have are either inhaled air, mm-hmm. so it's nitrogen, oxygen, carbon dioxide, and or uh, you've got some bacterial colony that is producing the hell out of methane, which methane is pretty uh, odorless, mm. okay? So um, when you have a huge volume of flatus, when your colon is blown up by a balloon and you expel it all at once and you're through your anus and your ass cheeks flap together at, you know, and sound frequencies, mm. that makes what we call a fart right. or flatus. When it's at large volume like that, you're actually diluting out the um, hydrogen sulfide, if there's even any. Right. But you're diluting it out, and you're expelling it away from your body, so it's dis- dispersing faster. Mm-hmm. An SBD, however, could, and they can be odorless as well, 
but an SBD is going to be a smaller volume. And if you're producing hydrogen sulfide, it'll be at a greater concentration. And then it's just going to waft up to people's noses. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be explosively expelled out of your ass. Mm-hmm. And so you'll, you'll smell it more uh, acutely. Does that make sense? That's awesome. All right. All right. Let's see. Um, okay. This one is an important question, actually. We don't do those very often. Yeah, question. Uh, I have the after effects of shingles to where your skin still burns. Do you recommend anything for that? Yes. Yes. It, uh, it's been over a year now. Oh, my God. It's still there. It's the itchy and oh. a little burning. Thank you. Oh, yeah. No, so I immediately texted him back. I said, you got to go see your doctor about this. What he has is, you want to say the words, Dr. Post-herpetic neuralgia. Give yourself a bill. And, uh, yes, exactly right. It is post-herpetic neuralgia, so we all know that shingles is caused by a resurgence of chicken pox, Mm -hmm. but it usually comes out along one nerve root and a bunch of nerve endings so it'll always be on one side of the body causes chicken poxy looking things uh you know pink raised papules with with some blisters that will ulcerate and then it heals up painful and itchy and um if you don't take anything there are some ways that you can try to prevent it some doctors will give uh, a short course of steroids with uh, a high dose of valacyclovir. An antiviral. Yeah. yeah, antiviral, thank you. Yep. And uh, there is some decent data that that will reduce the um, the occurrence of the post-herpetic neuralgia. Because, you know, if you get it on your side, it's just like you have su- sunburn, and not everybody gets it, but sometimes it lasts a week, sometimes a month, sometimes the rest of your life. Yes. And but it could feel like a sunburn, it's just irritating. It's always there, and you can treat that. It's not that big of a deal. You can use lidocaine patches, you can use capsaicin, which is the hot stuff in hot sauce, mm-hmm. and it seems counterintuitive. But you rub it on there, and it burns you up the first couple of times, and then it depletes a thing called substance P. In mm-hmm. other words, those pain fibers lose the ability to send pain signals to your brain anymore. Right, or uh, and, and there are other things that you can do. Gabapentin is a drug you can use. What do you guys use in traditional Chinese medicine? And I was going to say, the, 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 the thing I suggest to people is quickly get to somebody that does some acupuncture. We okay. surround we surround those the lesions with, mm-hmm. with acupuncture needles. And, and after they heal, though, right? After they heal. Oh, no, um, I'm asking. I, I, I'll do them if, they, if they're still active. But okay. t- typically, I'll, yeah, no, I know. But typically, I'll get them after they heal. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I've got, I've got. Because we try not to treat broken skin. But well, yeah, but know. I don't go right to the broken skin. I go okay. around it. Yeah, so I do okay. almost like a nerve block at the spinal, okay, the spinal segment where where it's going in. And um, but that's that. This is the acupuncture is one thing with the electrical stimulation. I've seen work extremely that well. That makes sense to me. With post herpetic neuralgia, especially if it's been around for a long time. Yeah, yeah, because you know a lot of folks maybe they don't want. to to, maybe they don't tolerate certain medications so well, but um, I would say get in to find somebody like me that can do it quickly. Okay, so let me give you a better option, yeah. but this won't work for him. Yeah, go yeah. get the vaccine. Oh yeah, yeah. The yeah. vaccine has been demonstrated not only to decrease the incidence of postherpetic neuralgia, mm-hmm. but also just to decrease you ever getting the shingles at all. Right. Because let right. me tell you something. We're talking about uh, postherpetic neuralgia on your side, yeah. around your rib. You get shingles anywhere, anywhere. and if you get it around your face, and you get shingles in your eye, and then you get post-herpetic neuralgia in your eye, that sucks, dude. 
I'm got. I'm treating one right now. That's why I, I, yeah. when I, I've seen a couple of cases of that, yeah. and uh, I mean the odds are that it won't happen there, but it's random, mm-hmm. and those are that's a perfectly valid cranial n- or nerve bundle for this stupid virus to hang out in, mm-hmm. and uh, therefore, <clears throat> uh, it could happen. Sure. I got the shingles vaccine just so I wouldn't get shingles in my eye. Right I ended up getting shingles anyway. Yeah, and you can still get them. Yeah, breakthrough shingles, but just but, like but normally through yeah. COVID, exactly. But just usually it doesn't. It doesn't well, it lasted linger. two days. Right, right. It was nothing. Right. right on. So I was very happy that I got it. I will say that the Shingrix vaccine kicked my ass. You were sick. You were sick for about three well, days. But it was worth it. It wasn't that oh, bad. Yeah. But it kicked my ass. I felt fatigued. It's better than having a burning sensation. So, right, you know, right. For the rest of your life. Yeah. Oh, you could get shingles in your taint, too. So but, don't think you can't. Well, so we, I, let's just say I've heard of cases well, you know, of them know, all old over. Oh, Cletus, he got them taint shingles. He surely <laughs> did. He weren't needing never walk aside. Nope. Get him <laughs> just about anywhere. Shut up, Myrtle. Jesus. Shut up, Myrtle. Out of my head. <laughs> Stupid asshole <laughs> woman. All right. <laughs> All right. So go get checked. Yeah. Hey, Dr. Steve. This is Daniel, and uh, I live in Missouri. I was just hey, wondering um, if you had any good resources on finding, like, a good primary care physician. I'm 33, and I've not really been to a doctor or had a had a primary care, and, you know, since I was a kid, I guess. So, uh, you yeah. know, just old enough now that I probably need to get into one. So I'm just wondering if uh, you knew how to find a good one because, sure. man, it just seems like they're hard to find. And I'd definitely like to find my Dr. Steve around here. So. <laughs> ah, no, you don't. Any resources? Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to see me coming. No, you don't want I do. You don't want him. But, um, yeah, I know, I know what you mean. You want somebody that is evidence-based, critical thinking that'll, you know, drop an F-bomb and, and listen for fun. to you. And, but yes. Yeah, and listen. Oh, thank you. Listen. Yes, that's more important. Listen. So, uh, yeah, someone who will listen to you that will use some critical thinking, but won't be a pain in the ass to go to. Mm-hmm. It's one thing. And listen, your specialists, they could be the biggest assholes in the world. You don't have to like your specialists. You, they need to be good. You need to like your primary care. You won't use Agreed. them. Agreed. And you need to use them. Agreed. And their office staff needs, needs to be good. needs to be attentive to your needs as well. And these offices where the um, the the providers are not paying attention to how the office staff is talking to the patients, that's a problem. Mm -hmm. Because I hear every word that my nurse says to my patients because where I work is right just down the hall from where she is. And we work on scripting sometimes. Hey, you know, if I've said this, it's more effective if I use it this way, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But if you're not paying attention to that, they can become like civil servants and start really just chasing your patients away. So you got to have the whole thing. So let me tell you what to do. There, you can go to familydoctor.org, and you can put in your zip code. It'll give you a list. And then if you've made some friends around there, where and you you know if you've moved or if you've lived there for a while, just ask them. Word of mouth is key. Yeah. Not health grades. Don't go on to health grades because I get on there and goof on some of my classmates sometime. <clears throat> so don't use health grades. You would. Cause, well, you would. And then if somebody gets a bad review, they hire people to go put 20 good reviews on there to mask it. You know? So health grades, no good. But your friends will tell you, hey, yeah, I like my doctor. I hate my doctor. Yeah. You know, they suck. Or they're really good, but their office staff sucks or whatever. 
you know. So yeah, I agree. Word of mouth is the way to yeah. go. So let's uh, let's do another question. Let's try this one. Um, hey, Dr. Steve, what's up? Um, just had a random question for you. Yeah, that's what we like. In regards to cancer, why can't we just do like once we hit 60, 65, why can't we just do like a preventative round of chemo? Just freaking kill anything that's, you know, growing or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, you know, hope for the best. Thanks a lot. No, I think it's a great idea. We're just not there. Um, that's what you're talking about is Star Trek or Larry Niven's dicta immunity or something like that. Uh, the The problem is is that right now every chemotherapy regimen is well, it's there are algorithms for them, but they have to be personalized. Yeah. Some people have kidney function trouble so they got to reduce or they don't tolerate it not everybody tolerates everything there's this um this one uh um, chemotherapy that if you take it and you have a, a certain enzyme deficiency it can almost kill you and but it's so rare that they don't test for it so you just kind of hope for the best yeah. and uh so uh we're not there yet and every cancer responds to different things you know most of them large groups of things Mm -hmm. so it just wouldn't work with what we've got right now we don't have one chemotherapeutic agent that would work for this i would imagine in the future that we may have something that we could give people that would uh, turn on their immune system to recognize cancer as foreign and kill it and uh, that's what that's what that's the holy grail of cancer Mm-hmm. And then it'll be over. There will be no more oncologists at that point. Yeah. Well, don't use the word vaccine because that'll turn. Right. It would not be on. a vaccine. Thank you. Well, and we it's can't. It's a treatment. It's we, a pro. It's a pro. Right. We can't have a cancer vaccine because that's what started I Am Legend. Oh, my God. Do you remember at the yep. beginning? Yep. And they used um, uh, Emma Thompson. And you thought it was kind of a. It, they kind of threw you off thinking, oh, Emma Thompson in this movie is going to be awesome. Yep. And that was all. She invented a cancer vaccine. The next thing you know, it's zombies everywhere. Mm-hmm. We, you know, <laughs> or whatever they were. Yeah, yeah. And, In the book, they were vampires. Well, funny. Yeah, and Doctor Steve, I believe this is true. And in, in this, I think this kind of coincides with that question. Is there not a way now where a lot of a lot of people who have some some much much more uncommon cancers, where they can send them to a lab and they can they can run an, a data analysis across a bunch of all the chemotherapies and everything to see if anything might trigger. Yeah, there's uh, the, you, the use of AI. They did that with COVID. Okay, okay. they used AI to determine uh, based on the structure of the spike protein, right? What drugs? Uh, oh, and also its uh, metabolism. Right. But they don't really metabolize, but its life cycle. Uh, what drugs might be useful off the shelf. So we can just pull a drug right. off the shelf. And it could be anything. And, well, the interesting thing is hydroxychloroquine and azithromycin both were on that list of potential drugs. That's where some of this came from. Sure, sure, sure. And uh, those didn't pan out like we hoped. But, uh, you know, they, yes, they can do those things. Yeah. And um, so uh, what, what I find more interesting are the cases, if you go to drsteve.com and click on the link that says non-pseudoscience cancer cures, I haven't posted anything there for a long time, but uh, there are uh, uh, a couple of treatments where they take cancer cells out of someone's body, uh, treat them with some chemical to open them up so that they expose their proteins more readily 
to the immune system, expose the patient's own white blood cells to that, okay. and then inject those white blood cells back in. It's kind of like giving a, a, a you know a search and rescue dog somebody's sock okay. and rubbing it under their nose and then saying go. Yeah. It's really very analogous to that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And then uh, because there have been some the early studies, they do one or two patients. And one of those people is a stage four cervical cancer. That's a terminal illness that's yeah. now walking around, you know, cancer free. Oh and they have now started to sell this as a commercial product for certain cancers. Good. So, so anyway. Well, hopefully it helps somebody. Yep. Yep. All right. Good question. See. Oh, this is a good one for Dr. Scott. This guy actually specifically asked me to ask this on the podcast so that you could weigh in because he knew what you were going to say. Oh, no. Oh, hi there, Dr. Steve, oh, well, Dr. Okay. Scott. It's Darren in <laughs> Illinois. Oh, hey, Darren, what's this? As I've talked about previously with you, Dr. Steve. Oh, my God, I dude. got my calcium scan done, and it came back done over 400 this time. So my doctor referred me to a cardiologist. Well, the cardiologist just put me on Crestor. I'd like to hear y'all thoughts on this particular statin drug. Thank you kindly. <laughs> Thank you kindly. He's making fun of us. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't... <laughs> okay, anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm getting fired. Calcium treatments are... I'd get me a shot of that dark liquor and... Uh, yep. Get you some uh, little taste of corn squeezings, um, and uh, get you some poke salad and mix it up with some possum grease, and you'll be just fine. <laughs> Down the old hatch, <laughs> brother. Down the old hatch. I, I like the fact that people underestimate us down here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And it if is. they think I we're all know. like that, they won't come here. Exactly, because we really are. We, we None of us have any teeth, and, you know. I know I've probably said this on the show before, but I realized how, because, I mean, growing up, there was four miles of dirt road going to my house in North Carolina. And so I grew up in, I mean, it was in the, not the foothills like we are here. I mean, I was in the mountains. Right. I lived in a valley. There was mountains all around me. Poor valley. And, uh, well, yeah, I mean, that's, that is a valley around here. (laughs) Yes, it is. Um, but uh, so I realized how inculcated into Appalachian culture I was when I my wife was watching Honey Boo Boo and Mama June was talking and they were putting English subtitles under her. And I'm like, why are they putting English subtitles under somebody that's speaking English? I thought something was wrong. You know what? They had screwed up. Yep. <laughs> and I went, oh, I, okay, I get it. I'm a damn hick. I, uh, no she sounds feeling. normal to me. I know the feeling. <laughs> oh, Mama June. And I, I know when Bobby Kelly came down here and he heard my mother-in-law, all he could hear was dip, 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 dip. That's what it sounded like to him. He couldn't yeah. understand the things she said. Sure. And Big and Joe. Not real hard We to need to get Big Joe and Bobby <laughs> Kelly here in the studio together sometime. We'll oh. just let them talk. Oh. I don't know what. I don't know who I'd feel more sorry for. Oh no, I would feel more sorry for Bob <laughs> Kelly. Absolutely, that's a, that's a <laughs> no brainer. Yeah. Anyway, we'll do that sometime. We need to get old Big Joe in here. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, what do you think? Uh, goofy accent aside. <laughs> What do you think about his question? I so think he has he did a calcium score, right. so we'll give him one of these. Give yourself a bill. 
and it came out 400. Yeah, pretty high. So zero, the value of the calcium score is when you score a zero. That's the real value because that is, well, there's more value to that. If you get a zero on your calcium score, it is highly unlikely you're going to have a myocardial infarction, you know, in the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. Now, go ahead. Yeah, I just, thing. I think it's very reasonable you put him on the statins. Take him, <gasps> take him for a while. What? Well, no, no, hang on. I haven't, finished. I haven't finished. And see if you tolerate them. Right. Yeah. And if you tolerate them well, then it's really not a big deal. Remember, yeah. my big, my only complaint with statins is I don't think that the, that, the adverse effects the, are the, 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 no. I don't think the providers should be. I don't want to say forced, but strongly encouraged to give every single person in the United States a statin. Yeah, because no, I don't think no, every I single don't. person needs it. No, no, no. But, but, right. th- but Doctor Steve, it's like I've always. But if you're said, at high risk, if you're at high risk, I, I, I don't think it's terrible. Now, that being said, if you right. take it, if you take it, and doctor. you tolerate it, no big deal. If you take it and you don't tolerate it well. Yep. The research shows that yes. once a week yes. is very, God very it, You are on yeah. fire today. Yeah. Where are you getting all this knowledge Give from? yourself a bill. And then tell them to stick in their ass. <laughs> 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 no, but I think, I think listen, we're not your doctors. They're giving you these for a reason. Try it and see how it works. Yeah. If you've got questions, I've, let us know. I've, ladies and gentlemen, hell is officially frozen yes, over. Yes, it is. No, I don't, I'm not saying I like it, but, I, but yeah, in yeah. this case, well, you know, I didn't in this case, it. It, sounds, it sounds like a reasonable thing. And then I got off of it, and I tried it again. I still didn't tolerate it. I got off of it again, and then I said, oh, just screw it. I'll just take it, and I'm tolerating them fine okay. now. And, and like I said, there are other ways to do it. Um, donating blood has been shown to help lower cholesterol levels. Yes, I wonder if it's been shown to decrease heart attack but, and stroke, though, except in people who have polycythemia, but anyway. Well, but, but it, but it, well, yeah. Okay, no, so, go yeah. ahead. Go but, ahead, talk, the, and I'll uh, look it up. But, you know, with a calcium score of 400, it's pretty high. It'd be nice to get that down some. Okay, yes. Yeah, it, so it nice. And so, modifying a diet, you know, exercise, et cetera, et cetera. There's a lot of other things this our friend in, in Illinois can do. But yeah. I got to tell you, I got to tell you, I, I tell you, my girlfriend, when I was in high school, they had moved down from Chicago, and her mom used to give me a bunch of bullshit about my accent. What? Which which I said, I don't have an accent. No, you do. Well, I know I do. But at that time, I have one. At that but time, I didn't Even though I got so. rid of it when I went through broadcast school. Yeah. Well, I, 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 but I, it came, you know, it comes back. We modify ours unless we've both been drinking. But anyway, yeah. um, the... Um, she, she, hmm. And she gave me a hillbilly book about about oh, hillbilly accents, and yeah. I read that book, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's this is literally yeah. how I say things." Yeah, yeah. yeah. So far, was, far. Where's that? Where's that? Where y'all going, Omar? Yeah, yeah. It's just y'all you know, too. Y'all too. Y'all can you favor? <laughs> bar. I love it. Look at that bar. Look at that bar. ain't the place you sit and drink. No, sometimes you eat the bar, and sometimes the bar eats you. Yep, exactly. Um, okay, so I found cardiovascular benefits of phlebotomy. Okay. Oh, cool. Well, this yeah. renewed interest in the age-old concept of bloodletting. Of course, Doctor Scott would, <laughs> would think bloodletting was good, but um, has uh, let me see blood loss such as following regular donation is associated with significant reductions in he. And key um, he- hmm, hemo, wow, some key variables. <laughs> I've never seen this word before. What is it? Hemorrheological variables. I think oh. this is made, not made one that's up. used in the United States. Yeah. Including whole blood viscosity, which, yeah, if it's less viscous, it's going to be less likely to clot. You would think plasma viscosity, hematocrit, and fibrinogen. 
Elevated uh, whole blood viscosity appears to be a strong predictor of cardiovascular disease, an important factor in the development of atherosclerosis. So, yeah, you might be onto something there, Dr. Scott. I think so. You know, sure, you want to do whatever it's going to take. And if you can't, if you physically can't take uh, statin, mm-hmm. which is the way, the proven way that we know to decrease. Uh, cholesterol. Heart attack and stroke. No, to, to decrease <laughs> heart attack and stroke. I mean, it's 30% decrease. That's decent. Um, do all the other things that you can do. And if you do three things that reduce it by 10%, you know, you, maybe you're, making, you're chance, getting yeah. close. Got a fighting chance. So I did find the. Um, God, my voice changed. I'm going through puberty. Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. I did find. The uh, calcium score is um, 1 to 10. A 0 is awesome. 1 to 10, minimal evidence. 11 to 100, mild evidence. 101 to 400, moderate evidence. And then over 400 is extensive evidence of coronary artery disease. So those people are at high risk. I would treat a moderate or high-risk person with, with a statin and other things. Obviously, you don't just take a pill and hope for the best you got to increase your exercise you got to get off your asses and quit smoking and you know i'll see you in one week for the next edition of weird medicine type stuff um you need to eat better you need to you know binge alcohol less those kinds of things do all of that i mean i used to talk to my patients and i would sit down i'd write it all out these are all things you can do you can increase your soluble fiber if you can't do that in your diet with oat bran and stuff like that then just use citrus cell you know citrus cell is soluble fiber as a supplement it may decrease your bad cholesterol by a few points you want to increase your exercise that'll increase your good cholesterol by a few points if you decrease your bad cholesterol and increase your good cholesterol you know, uh, that actually will, um, you know, that, that gives you a, a pretty decent benefit. Uh, if you don't drink, then uh, anything, any of this res, um, resveratrol-containing right. liquids like purple grape juice mm-hmm. is okay. Or, you know, a half glass uh, or a glass of red wine a day. Yeah, sure. um, let me see what were some of the other things. Quit and smoke and get your blood sugar under control, those kinds of things. Those lifestyle measures, we can't just substitute those, you know, for just taking a pill. No. no. Just like. It all works together. The, the fish oil yeah. thing, you know, eat more fish, less other stuff. Don't just render the fish, these poor fish down into a pill and take it and think you're going to do something. I did a whole podcast when you weren't here, which I wish you would go listen to because I know you never listen to the show, but it's called Eat Your Goddamn Vegetables. And I was, I played um, a YouTube video, so it was out there, mm-hmm. of a company that's selling a dehydrated vegetable product and saying that, you know, <laughs> and I've seen the other commercials where they're like, oh, you know, I'm... I don't want to identify it, but I have this profession, and I work late into the night, and it's just too hard for me to eat fruits and vegetables. Like, shut up. You can eat an apple while you're doing that. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Just have to. Are are you an adult? Then you can make this choice. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. (laughs) I understand if you're addicted to something that it isn't as easy as saying you can make this choice or like people say to my wife you know when when her depression is in full well you just you should just be happier just make yourself happier you can't just do that but you can just choose to eat an apple 
you don't you can choose not to take a pill and think somehow that's gonna <laughs> come on easy, baby. come on and they okay. easy baby i'm just on i'm all right uh, anyway all right listen uh thanks everybody thanks everybody yeah i really appreciate you being here anybody else we need to give any shout outs to anyone in the uh chat room dr well, scott kim, we'll just talk, kim chickens well, is talk there. like hick to you and they're getting ready to get some big massive storms oh no oh, amy is yeah. getting hit, hit by the storms again again yeah. again. Yeah. again yeah god she just got she hammered that. yeah they're still they're still picking up from last time from them torn 80s so good you guys hang loose what black by day and white by night beware tornado said mama d white that's that's a old country saying there dr scott okay i'll stop uh thanks always go to dr scott we can't forget rob sprantz bob kelly greg hughes anthony cumia jim norton travis teff that gould girl lewis johnson paul ofcharsky chowdy 1008 howdy gooplunk eric nagel the port charlotte whore the saratoga skank the florida floozy the saint pete barkeep blower the uh tampa um tampa dolly museum uh attendee i don't know a blower i guess no i uh, love filater filater <laughs> filated her boyfriend i'm sure at some point roland campo sister of chris sam roberts she who owns pigs and snakes pat duffy dennis falcone matt kleinschmidt dale dudley holly from the gulf christopher Watkins, double steve tucci the great rob bartlett Vicks Nether Fluids, Cardiff Electric, Casey's Wet T-Shirt, Carl's Deviated Septum, Producer Chris, Jenny Jingles, The Inimitable, Vincent Paulino, everyone, uh, Eric Zane, Bernie and Sid, Martha from Arkansas's daughter, Ron Bennington, and of course, our dear departed friends, Gvac and Fez Watley, who supported the show and never went unappreciated. Listen to our SiriusXM show on the Faction Talk channel, SiriusXM channel 103, Saturdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern, on demand, and other times at Jim McClure's pleasure. By the way, listening on demand is the best way to do it. Uh, many thanks to our listeners whose voicemail and topic ideas make this job very easy. Go to our website at drsteve.com uh, for schedules and podcasts and other crap. Until next time, check your stupid nuts for lumps. Quit smoking, get off your asses, and get some exercise. We'll see you in one week for the next edition of Weird Medicine. I will see you May 14th in Nashville. And we're going to eat Prince's Hot Chicken. And I'll buy beers. Beers are on me. All right, I'm at the AC Hotel. All right, see you then. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... 
I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.